Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our friend Mike Claiborne of Claves Online, the Joe West 5460 podcast. And of course, he's on the Cardinal Broadcast crew today in New York. He joins us here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Everything's good. How's the podcast with Joe West going? Going well. We've had some fun. Um, we had uh, Mark Grace on last week, and all of a sudden Kelly Chase shows up. So that was a lot of fun to hear those two tell stories about their days in Peoria together. Kelly was with the Peoria Rivermen and Mark was with the uh, Peoria Cubs. They've been friends ever since. Uh, Great visit with the commish, Rick Hummel. You know, we talk about him all the time around here, but he had a lot of things going on with regard to the game and knowing Joe West as long as he has. So, so far, so good. We've had some fun. We've got some fun people set up uh, looking to do uh, a father-son Eduardo and Tony Perez here very soon. Oh, that'd be fun. Hey, Mike, do you think there's a chance, and I'm just spitballing here, that over the course of Joe West's 45 years as as an umpire and Rick Hummel's 50 years as a writer, you think they might have crossed paths at the the late great Missouri Bar and Grill at some point? I think there's a couple of reserved seats there for them. (laughs) I I think I I don't. I think it was inevitable for those two to cross paths there. Mo Bar back in the day was was the hangout for writers and umpires. That's awesome, Clibs. Well, Sunday night was a really fun game for the Cardinals. It was one of the most entertaining games top to bottom that I've seen in some time. You had the Cardinals offense exploding, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina having more wins than any other battery in Major League Baseball history. You you had great defense on display. But how about Albert Pujols pitching in the ninth inning? What did you think about Albert as a pitcher? Well, I'm not sure if we need to have a seat for him in the pitchers' meetings. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if he needs to have a bullpen session on the side, but uh, it was entertaining, and I agree with you, Michelle. It, it was probably one of the more fun nights of the season because everybody got in the action in some way, shape, or form, and fans got what they were looking for with Albert and Yachty and Wayno all contributing, and then watched the emergence of Yepes and also Brendan Donovan. So. Yeah, it it was a good night. And, you know, where would they be without Tommy Edmonds? So I I think everyone got their money's worth that that particular night. And I want to talk to you, too, about Tyler O'Neill Claves because I think that he is someone that has been a bit of a surprise, not in a positive way so far this season. I I know that offense has been weird throughout baseball, and there's ebbs and flows in everyone's career. But the fact that he's hitting 193 and only two home runs to this point this season, what are you seeing from Tyler O'Neill? And have you gotten concerned at all yet? Well, th- this is why I wait until Flag Day to assess because of Tyler, the Tyler O'Neills of the world. You know, you have hot streaks, you have cold streaks, you have surprises, you have surprises like this with O'Neill. Um, you know, there's a couple of things I see. I, I see him uh, very anxious. If you notice his swing, he's almost trying to jump at the ball. Um, it, it just seems like he, he's made up his mind he's going to swing no matter what's going to be thrown. And maybe I thought it was good that he 
took a couple of days off to watch the game, not necessarily watch more video, watch the game and watch the pace of it and, and try and pick up things as far as how pitchers, you know, when it's coming out of their hand. Little things like that, I think, are, are the start of him uh, repairing himself. But I don't think this is going to happen overnight. I, I think he's got some work in front of him, and maybe he gets off to a better start in New York against the Mets. Claves, you've been around this team now for 16 years every single day. And going back to Albert pitching the other night and the fun that he was having, what's the vibe in this clubhouse as opposed to previous editions of the Cardinals in terms of the amount of fun and the, the level of lightheartedness that they're experiencing? You know, I'll tell you what it reminds me of. The year the Blues won the Cup, if we heard so much about how everybody liked each other and played for each other, had a lot of fun with each other, and did a lot of group activities together. Uh, you know, baseball is a little different with regard to seeing everybody every day and playing every day. But you can sense there is a, a, a genuine care for each other and, and enjoying each other, but also challenging each other to be better. Uh, this team puts as much work in as any team I've seen. Uh, it starts with Nolan and, and, and Goldie. You know, I get there reasonably early, earlier than a lot of people, and you see guys already there uh, working on things in the field and having extra ground balls or watching Juan Yepes take about 50 to 60 fly balls from Willie McGee before anybody gets there in the outfield. Uh, those are the little things that I see that I, I think that will be uh, they'll be rewarded with later in the season by, by the consistent play that I think we're going to see down the road. Speaking of Juan Yepes, Claves, boy, has he been fun to watch. He's provided an infusion of offense and a little bit of energy into this Cardinals team. What have you thought about his play so far? I love his approach. See it, hit it. Uh, you know, this guy's a hitter. And if you ask anybody, I know people have asked Ali Marmo about, well, what position do you see him playing? Ali's very quick batter's box. I mean, that, that's what he is. He's a hitter. And, and, but he works at his fielding. I don't want anybody to think he's one of these old slugs that we used to see that were DHs that you know, couldn't find a glove if he needed to go in the field. Now, he, he brings a half a dozen gloves to the ballpark and works every day at different positions. But the, the, the way he approaches it, and, I, and maybe he gets it from his idol, Miguel Cabrera. You know, that's a guy that he has always looked up to, and now he sits next to Albert. In the, in the clubhouse and in the dugout and everywhere else getting more information, uh, I just think he has a real future in front of him because he's not scared. You know, some guys get a little intimidated by the pace of the game at the big league level, but he's not one of them. And, and again, he keeps it reasonably simple. I see it, and I hit it. Klaib's uh, doubleheader against the Mets today. This I think this sets the Cardinals up a little bit better than had they played multiple days because their bullpen, I, th- I think after two or three guys, you can get to their bullpen a little bit easier. The key for the Cardinals, obviously, is going to be getting to a starter early today, whether it's in Game 1 or Game 2. But I And by the way, it's uh, Trevor Williams in Game 1 and Walker in Game 2. But I, I like my chances better of winning one of the three against the Mets with a doubleheader than having three days, three games in three days. I agree with you, Randy. And you think about they're in the midst of a stretch of 35 games in 36 days, okay? So you get an extra day off yesterday. You know, we didn't get in until late. You know, we're like 2 or 3 in the morning minimum. I don't think people checked in the hotel until around 4 So to sleep in was something that I think they all appreciated. And, and you know, today I think it's going to be interesting because Trevor Williams, when he was with Pittsburgh, he, he was a little bit of a problem against the Cardinals. 
So it would be nice if you could get him early and, and certainly get that first game in the series. Tyron Walker is a guy we've seen on and off, but he's had a lot of injuries, but he was pitching well so far this year. So, yeah, and then we know who's pitching tomorrow. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you get you do some damage today because tomorrow might be just a little bit more difficult. That's right, Clays. Well, we wanted to sneak one hockey question in. The Blues and the Abs open that second-round playoff series tonight. Game one, 8.30 puck drop. Not many people picking the Blues to beat the Abs in this one. How do you like their chances? Well, I can see why. You know, Colorado's really good. I mean, I think their top six are as good as anybody, but the problem is their bottom six aren't as good as the St. Louis Blues. I think the key is what do you do with McCarr because I think he's an X factor. The good thing about that is the Blues have three very good skating defensemen in Letty and Pareko and Justin Falk who might be able to help negate him and really try and slow him down. I don't think you can just eliminate him. But you know what? Why not go for it? Why not take the Blues in seven? Or six? I just think that, yeah, you know what? You're right, Randy. I mean, I said six yesterday to someone. Uh, but I think they're capable. They just can't have one of those li- uh, literal avalanches, you know, where they, they pop home a couple of goals early and all of a sudden the, the ice seems like it's tilted against the Blues. Uh, you can't have that. you you got to make sure that you don't let them start playing fire wagon hockey and, and really making it a, a wide-open game. And I think it's very important for Bennington not to give up that, that bad goal that he was giving up earlier in the season. Um, you know, for me, I think for a guy like Bennington, I like to see him on his skates more than on his knees because I think he gets beat too often, you know, shoulder or, or, or stick side too much or right between his ribs and his arm. And if, he stay, if he's a little bit more upright, I think he makes himself a bigger target. And I think if he can do that, it'll prevent that bad goal he's given up and maybe that'll turn the blues in the right direction. Did you partake of a slice yesterday or last night? Uh no, I went to uh, a good friend of mine's restaurant, Danny Meyer, oh. and I uh, had a good time there. Uh, he's, he's got, a, I think it's like 20 in the area. Yeah, he's, so he's got a few restaurants. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was it. Uh, I know a couple of other guys decided to go to Smith and Walensky's, and, you know, that's the one great thing. Nobody anticipated having a night off in the NYC. So, you know, in that situation, it's a little different than some people would expect. But, you know, and you know, Michelle and Randy, when you get a night out in New York, uh, you you truly cherish it. So uh, we won't have any more of those because I think the rain's out of the area. So we'll just focus on baseball. We'll be tuned in today. Cardinals at 2 o'clock and then 6.30 tonight. The doubleheader against the Mets. Klaib's always good to talk to you. And we want everybody to check out the 5460 podcast. Well, we appreciate the plug. You guys have a great YouTube. We'll see you later. That is Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. 
Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.